Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You guys, the way you handle every week to me is just absolutely amazing. It's special, man. And you guys do it every single week. Every week's different, and you guys handle it, and you grow together. We do it together, everybody, man. It's the best, and it feels so good. This is the Full Press Bears Podcast, a part of Full Press Coverage. Here's your host and diehard Chicago Bears fan, Kyle George. You are ridiculous. Get ready to bear down. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears! listen to my Tennessee Titans game review this is going to feel very similar vibe where I'm just down don't have much to say other than shaking my head which is not good for an audio platform you can't really hear me shaking my head uh, but nevertheless let's get into it uh, my name is Kyle George I'm your host as always we talk about da bears all the time which seems like a poor life choice at this point um, <clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter at kegeorge94 Strike that new handle alert at FuriousGeorge94, changing things up and getting used to it. Um, you can hear me every Tuesday and Thursday also on my other podcast called Frustration Nation, which, believe me, there's been a lot of frustration lately on that podcast. 
uh, which is on the Shoot Your Shot Sports Network. That's at Real FN Podcast on Twitter and at Shoot Your Shot SP. Thank you very much for that. For more news on the Bears, if you want to stay informed about how horrible this team is, you can go to at Full Press Bears. That's the Twitter handle for all the articles and coverage. Um, email me at fullpressbears at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail that could be featured here on the show. Uh, that's 847-580-3528. And I'd love to hear from you. So you can either call in, email me, tweet at me. You can leave feedback. Uh, give me a reviews. I like to hear reviews. See what you think about me. Um, because unlike some people on the Bears, I'm willing to take the criticism and change. This podcast, as always, can be heard on any of your popular podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. Or more simply, and my recommendation to you is to go to fullpresscoverage.com or download the Full Press Coverage app and get this podcast and a lot of other really good ones as well. Um, they're all in the same spot if you go through the app or the website, and that's awesome. But wherever you go, be sure to subscribe to Full Press Bears. Oh, man, this game, guys. I, I got to change up my intro song. Like, I got to I gotta work on finding a new song to open up after losses, especially losses like this. Like, my intro music to this show is just far too hyped up and energetic than what the this this game deserves uh that same goes for my my outro music i really need to look into getting some some more sad minor key music uh to to be playing here on these just abysmal games and abysmal really is the word of this game i mean the bears they showed you nothing 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 uh, you know, we didn't talk last time on our, on our show because the news had not yet broken that Bill Lazor uh, was given the call, Blake calling uh, duties, which a lot of people lauded Matt Nagy for because, you know, he was willing to admit a mistake. He was willing to move on and do what a lot of people were clamoring for. Um, and if anything, hopefully it was going to give a spark to the offense to have a new play caller. And uh, I do applaud Matt Nagy for willing to do that because that was a big step for him. But, as you can see, nothing really happened, and we're stuck with just a horrible, horrible game. Um, no spark was there. Um, just a, a very bad, very bad game. Um, and I think, for me, what set the tone so much in this game was Vikings are taking chunks going down the field. Um the Bears' defense are managing them fairly well. They get pretty much into the red zone, and they force fumble of Kyle Rudolph. They re recover. The Bears recover, take over, and two plays later, they throw an interception, a bad throw from Nick Foles, that was also off the fingertips of the outstretched arms of Anthony Miller and into the hands of Harrison Smith, and immediately you're back to where you were just a couple plays ago. Vikings marching down your field and they score a touchdown on that and I really felt like that kind of flipped the script in the game right there and then um, everyone knew going into this game the Bears were going to need turnovers on defense since the offense is so incompetent you're really very seriously going to need the defense to step up and get turnovers well guess what in the first half they had a fumble 
They forced and recovered. And then later in the game, he had a Khalil Mack interception, which those are not as common, so that was pretty fun to see. Um, and he had a pretty decent return on it too. And even on that one, you end up with a field goal. Um, a few games ago, when it was uh, Bears-Rams, we talked about how field position was going to be very important for this game because both teams were very similar in terms of their just at that time in terms of their offensive output and the Rams dominated the Bears in field position in that game this game the Bears dominated in field position there there was the one muffed punt from Dwayne Harris but other than that Anthony Miller was having some good punt returns. Cordero Patterson, of course, had the touchdown return uh, from the kickoff. Uh, Between turnovers, uh, good punts from Pat O'Donnell. The Bears were dominating the field position game, and the offense could not take advantage of it. You lose 19-13 in a game where you contain Dalvin Cook. You don't, I mean, Kirk Cousins played well. But it's not like he was, like, lighting the Bears up. The Bears limited them to 19 points. Like, and a couple of those were due to, were helped by um, turnovers. So it, it's not like it was the this super, super impressive offensive output by the Vikings or anything. The Bears' defense very much was in control of this game. And 19 points is, like, pretty pretty much right on point for the number that the Bears defense allows um, per game this year. And the fact that you can't come across one offensive touchdown to give your team the one-point lead to win this game is what's so upsetting. Uh, The Bears offense, because remember, Cordell Patterson had the the kickoff of the second half, the opening kickoff of the second half that he returned for a touchdown. That was the only Bears touchdown. There was no offensive touchdown. The offense managed to score six points on two turnovers and great field position from returns and from defensive stops, all this stuff. And what you end up with is a game that was even worse than last week with Tennessee. With Tennessee, it was like they, the Bears would march down the field. They would get into like, you know, anywhere from the 20 to the 40, you know, scoring range. And they'd come away with zero points. And this time it was even worse because you were not even in that range that often. And even when you were, you couldn't even score any points. And... You scored six points total on the day offense. That was that's horrible. And as a Bears fan, we've grown accustomed to the games like this being games we win. Every Bears fan knows the offense isn't going to win the game for you. Every Bears fan knows it's up to the defense to create turnovers. And it's up to the special teams, especially since we were spoiled with Devin Hester. It's up to the special teams to try to you know get good field position at least, if not a touchdown. And this game you had. Two defensive turnovers and a Cordero Patterson touchdown kickoff return, and you lose this game. That literally unacceptable. I I cannot. It, it, and it's all on the offense and all on the coaching. There's nothing, nothing that showed any improvement. 
And obviously Bill Lazor isn't the answer, and I don't know how many people really believed he was the answer. Maybe just something to shake things up. Um, but, I mean, at this point, I'm also going to say Nick Foles is certainly not the answer. I've been saying that for weeks, and I, it's, it's mind-boggling how bad he's been. Um, everything that we were told he was going to be, he's the exact opposite. Everyone was saying he was going to be the – he's not going to be a superstar, but he's going to be kind of like the – the steadier of the ship where he's, you know, Trubisky, you're going to get bad offensive output. Nick Foles won't really get negative offensive output. You just won't. He'll just be like kind of average. He's been awful. Even worse than Trubisky in almost every metric. It's, it's mind boggling. It really, really is. And at this point, I, I just don't even know where to go. I mean, you can look you can point to so many different parts in this game where there were poor offensive decisions. So for one, I know Cordero Patterson had a big game, but he should not be taking every snap f- for a run play. Like Artavius Pierce, he showed some flash. Why are you not running him out there more? Lamar Miller had like one or two plays and the one or two that he had also looked decent. Why are you not running him out there more? Heck, if you want to argue it even from an injury standpoint, Lamar Miller and Artavius Pierce are less valuable to your team than Cordero Patterson. So have them get the bulk of the carries. That way, in case there is injury, Patterson is still preserved for your kickoff returns. I couldn't believe the decision with running back. I know you're put in a difficult situation because Montgomery was out with a concussion, but I mean, come on. Patterson is a freak athlete. He is. He's really good. But he, I don't think he should be your every down running back. I, I, I just don't think that's what he excels at. Um, anyway, that was one decision that baffled me. Um, and that was definitely more on coaching, right? Um, another, another thing on coaching. Actually, I'll, I'm going to get to this in a minute. Nick Foles. Like again, everything people criticize Mick Mitchell Trubisky for, Nick Foles has done all of that, if not worse. Like, here's the deal: I've always been a Trubisky truther, like people call it, um, and I frankly got very, very sick of everybody posting all 22 videos and being like, "Oh, look, there's this wide open receiver here. There's this receiver here. Trubisky's throwing off his back foot. Trubisky missed this receiver. He overthrows this person. Here it's short to this receiver. Oh, this is why he threw a pick. It wasn't the receiver's fault. It was actually a bad throw by the quarterback. All these things. And Nick Foles, everything I just listed to you, oh, and people would say, oh, and Trubisky took a bad sack there. That's an avoidable sack. Nick Foles, all of those things, throwing off his back foot, overthrowing, underthrowing receivers, missing wide open men, taking bad sacks. Every single thing Trubisky has been criticized for, Nick Foles has deserves the criticism for, and he looked awful in this game. There is zero scramble talent there, and that's the one reason why you can say Mitchell Trubisky probably should start against Green Bay. I mean, probably, right? Maybe. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It was just brutal. A brutal game. And you know what? I feel bad for Anthony Miller, most of all, because both of those throws, there was one that turned into the interception in the first quarter, and then in the fourth quarter on the fourth down and like 12 or whatever it was, they throw the 
or fourth and seven, I don't know. But they throw the deep ball to Miller, and he had a step. He he was open for the touchdown, and Foles overthrew him. I just feel bad for Miller because he always seems to be on the back end of these really just, diff, like, frankly impossible catches for him to make. Um, but people think that it's his fault. So, <sighs> Meanwhile, you have frustration with Allen Robinson throwing his helmet at the bench, his agent was going off online during the game um just a a really really bad night and I don't Eddie Jackson stated something about in the locker room like trying to encourage guys to like pick their heads up and everything I don't know how this defense can continue to play on the level they have been um, I, I mean, I think they're going to show up for their next game here after the bye against Green Bay. But, I mean, if this Green Bay game is just another awful offensive output, I don't see how you're going to – what do the defensive players have to buy into? I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, Robert Quinn, by the way, where were you? The only time you're ever mentioned is when you're not there. It's never something good you're doing. Where are you at? How much are you getting paid? Do something. Chuck Pagano, scheme something for Quinn, please. We need to get him going. The, this has just been a crazy turnaround. I remember doing this, you know, doing an episode after the Carolina game being like, Bears are 5-1. and one. They're right where they need to be going into this tough stretch. This tough stretch that was, uh, who was before? The Rams, the Saints, the Titans, and then I said the Vikings. And, you know, the Vikings are not, they're, they're tough because they're a division team, but they're not good this year. And here you go, a, an awful offense against a really bad defense. And I know that the offense is bad, but you'd think you could do more than 149 yards on the night. That was it, 149 yards on the night. 18 of those came from Tyler Bray's <laughs> when he stepped in for Foles there at the end. I I don't know. I it's it's just absolutely 100% baffling that we saw this team 5 and 1 at for, in first place drop. And now you're 5 and 5 going into the bye. The Lions and the Vikings are both 4 and 5. By the end of this bye if the Vikings win next week, you will now be in third place in the division. If the Lions win next week, you will have you'll be tied with them record wise. You'll won't be below them because you beat them week one. But at this point, wouldn't you kind of I know I've joked before about at least we're not the Lions. Wouldn't you kind of rather be the Lions at this point? Like at least I know Matt Patricia is not a good coach, but at least you have Matt Stafford, who's fun to watch. Um, and DeAndre Swift, who's been playing really well. It's just... The, I don't, the, the worst part about this for the Bears is I don't even know where to go. <laughs> the other coaching thing I wanted to mention was that was just infuriated me. The drive of the year, the drive to win the game, to save your season, to save your playoff hopes. Uh, good punt return by Anthony Miller. They had a first down. Bears are in. like They have like 46 yards to go to score a touchdown. 
And I don't remember what the first play was, but I remember very distinctly what the second and third plays were. Both were screen passes behind the line of scrimmage, like two, three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Both resulted in losses of yards. One was to the left, one was to the right. There was no discernible difference between the two. And I don't understand how you can run those plays. I tweeted out, is the forward pass still legal in the NFL asking for a friend? Because the Bears just kept throwing backwards. Like, you, ha- what are you doing? You are about to lose this game. This is your last shot. You have to be passing down the field towards the end zone. You have to be getting, like, you cannot just pass to the side. I'm sorry. I don't care if screens work in Kansas City or not. Screens are not the plays to call when you are in second long and third and long and the game is on the line. No. No. Stop it. Stop it. Especially with the Bears blocking. Who are we kidding? So, like I said, I, I just don't even know where to go from here. Um, it's very frustrating. The, I guess the dark side of me says, you know, it's the bye week. Can everybody make those heads roll? Pace, gone. Nagy, gone. Get him out of here. Get him out of town. Keep Chuck Pagano. Make him your head coach since he coached in Indy before. Like, do do something that's just shocking. Part of me also is like, just tank the season at this point. If you end up five and eleven at this point, it's better than, like, it's better than eight and eight, seven and nine, six and ten, five and eleven. That'd be nice because at five and eleven, you have a good shot for a top ten pick maybe. And you know, I don't know how many quarterbacks are going to go in the top ten. We know of at least two, Fields and Lawrence. We don't know how far Lance will fall. We don't know how far Wilson or Trask will fall or Jones. Uh, but presumably, you'd have one of those guys. And Lance Wilson, Jones, or Trask there that you could pick from. I don't know. I, I don't know. I have so few answers, and that's what's so frustrating. Um, people saying that you know, the, it, it's clearly a systemic issue. Like, it, it, head to toe, this offense is broken. There's not any one person other than Allen Robinson who is the key to this offense. I'm the biggest Mitchell Trubisky believer, and I will not, you cannot tell me that putting him in against Green Bay is going to solve all the problems. Yeah, I think you might get a few more fun, exciting, positive plays per game because of his ability to scramble, but it's not going to solve the problem. It's not. It's just, it's just not. Um, just a, a complete crapshoot of a game, a complete circus of a team. And what's crazy is, you know, people look at Mark Trestman as like the dark days for the Bears because he lost the locker room. And I have to say, I'm still surprised that Matt Nagy owns the locker room, but it see, it feels like pieces are the, the foundation is starting to crack. It's starting to get shaky, uncertain, um, and if he's not careful, it all could become crumbling down very quickly. And to be honest, I'm thinking I'm ready for a new coach. I'm ready for 
I don't want a specialist. I don't want a defensive specialist. I don't want an offensive specialist. I want a head coach. And the name that I've heard out there that would be super cool is Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern. He's declined other NFL jobs before, namely a couple years ago. He declined to interview for the Packers, which is when the Packers ended up signing Matt LaFleur. I would love Pat Fitzgerald. He has said recently that he would, if the Bears came calling, he would have to heavily consider it. And, man, (laughs) I want it. So, I don't know what it's going to take. I I do think it's going to take a new GM. I I think the Bears could be in for a whole bunch of change. And I think you're going to be looking at potentially a rebuild this year. But, yeah, I just... Whew. What What an experience. Two Monday Night Football games, just horrible. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, if we have to look at this in any positive light, if you can come out of the bye and beat Green Bay and you look pretty good doing it, I think all of a sudden playoffs are back on the table because we've said all season long that 10-6 and six will most likely get you a playoff spot. You come in, you beat Green Bay. Everyone expected you going into this bye to be 6-4, and four, you go to Green Bay and lose, then you're six and five. If you beat Green Bay, you're six and five. You're right where everyone kind of expected you to be. And then you have a shot with you have the next the next four games after that are Lions, Texans, Vikings, Jaguars. All whom are beatable teams before you'd finish the season at Soldier Field against Green Bay. So, certainly not without outside the realm of possibility for the Bears. But, based on everything we've been seeing, and everything seems to get progressively worse week to week, 
I just don't see how that is a realistic thing that will happen. This is me grasping for straws of positivity here. Uh, and obviously I'm going to be so excited if the Bears beat the Packers. Um, it just, I wouldn't get your hopes up <laughs> if I were you. Um, and frankly, I'm sick of Ryan Pace and I'm sick of Matt Nagy. And not so much Matt Nagy, I'm definitely sick of Ryan Pace. And I really want a new GM. I've wanted Lewis Riddick for a long time. I don't know if that's something he'd be interested in or the Bears, but he would be awesome. And I hope, in the highest of hopes, that this offseason, immediately after the season is over, that Pace is gone and that we get a new GM and that GM gets to decide what to do with Nagy. We'll see. We will see what will happen. <sighs> to finish off my game review, you guys always, I always have a... Monday sweetness, um, best play of the game. The Cordero Patterson kickoff return, 104 yards. I mean, come on. That was fun, right? It was the glimmer of hope you needed in the game. You put it to the Bears up by six points, and you, you the Bears kind of held control of that lead for a little while. Felt pretty good about where the Bears were. Kind of felt like, okay, all we need is a touchdown to put this game away, and it turned out that was what you needed um but patterson he's just a fun player he's clearly really good at his job he and uh it's honestly amazing how good he is at special teams because i think a lot of guys that are not exceptional ball carriers or receivers like again he's good he's not exceptional though i think a lot of them would start to fade in the league but he stays right up at the top because of his the threat with his legs both in coverage in punt and kickoff and then also in returning kickoffs so just a an electric guy and that's my monday sweetness my doink of the week is literally nothing in particular just the entire game <laughs> that entire game was just one big loud doink off the upright just brutal no fun no fun in that game whatsoever well <sighs> i'm gonna go ahead and close this episode out mercifully put me out of my misery um please follow me on twitter at furious george 94 um i do like to put game analysis and snarky humor wild opinions about the bears drop your thoughts and live game uh, in-game, pre-game, post-game uh, thoughts at our voicemail 847-580-3528 or at fullpressbears at gmail.com um, and it could be included in the show um, but, so before I bounce, last thing, I just want to plug JJ Stankovitz, who some of you probably follow uh, of NBC Sports Chicago and the Under Center podcast, who covers the Bears he will be joining me later this week for a quote-unquote state of the bears discussion which i'm sure will be entirely negative <laughs> so please definitely stay tuned for that uh as we kind of go into our bi-week coverage of the bears um so be great be kind bear down and i'll see you later this week boom baby fade to black
This has been the Full Press Bears Podcast. If you don't love the Bears, we don't love you.